Happy Saturday night to you guys. I'm so excited to be here. My name is James Doggett, and I am your host for our 21st night, our culmination night in our three weeks of quarantine revival. Let me tell y'all that you've been great. You've been amazing, all of you who've accepted our QR challenge. You've been rocking and rolling with us ever since we launched three weeks ago, and we just celebrate you guys. Come on in. Come on in. We want you guys to Make yourself at home, get comfortable. And as you're coming in, don't you dare forget to press that share button. We want to make sure that everyone knows that this is happening right here at the Quarantine Moving Forward Revival. Y'all, we're in for a treat this evening. God has been good. God has been good. And I'm excited because we have with us some powerful anointed individuals who are going to be leading us in worship. But before I get there, before I get there, I want to make sure that I know where y'all are tuning in from. Y'all know how we do. Every single night, we make sure that we give some folks some shout outs because y'all have been tuning in from all over the world. We've been having thousands of you guys who've been each night letting us know that you've been tuning in all the way. Oh, here we go. Let me go ahead and throw it up real quick. I think I see a flag. Oh, here we go. We got that flag. You know what? I got to pull in my friends who are here with me because I got two individuals in particular who are here. And I need to let y'all just see them real quick because I need some help. y'all. Oh, there we go. We got Pastor Marquis Johnson. Hold on. He ain't alone, though. He's not alone. Oh, there we go. <laughs> my brother, my brother, my brother, my brother. <laughs> Gentlemen, I see a Bermudian flag on the screen right now. And I'm 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 just, you know, every night they've been showing up in droves. And I, I can't say nothing but thank you to these Bermudians, y'all. So we got to celebrate them. Who else is in the house? I think we see, oh, we got Boston here. Bermuda's uh -huh. not alone. We got the Bahamas in here. Who else, y'all, do we mm -hmm, got in here? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, we got Florida. We got New York. We got North Carolina. We Who else? Harvest, no, that's, Alabama. You, you, and no, no, no. J.D., you know that you call that North Cackalack. Oh, Cackalack. Right, yeah. right, right. My bad, my bad. I mispronounced that. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> oh, look what we got some folk from Atlanta. We got some folk. Oh, from your neck of the woods, Pastor Grove. Now, look who we got. We got some people from Texas in the house. Um, who the oh, hold on, I gotta throw this up here, y'all. What's that flag? Where's that flag? <laughs> is that Jamaica? Is that a Jamaican that's flag? Jamaican. Oh, that's Jamaican, that's a Jamaican flag. Yes, it is. Everywhere, man, they're here too. I'm glad that y'all are here to worship with the Lord. Um, tonight, oh, we got some folk all the way from watch this. Is that is that Poland? I see. Wow, wow, oh, wow, we got wow, somebody wow, tuning wow. in all the way from Poland, y'all. We got Maryland in the house, we got Philadelphia. In the house. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, I know you, you've been you out already. There. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> Look, we're excited that all of you guys are here tuning in and worshiping with us on this evening. Again, I got my boys, I got my friends, me, these amazing men of God. We got again Pastor Marquise Johns and Pastor Laurent Go. Can y'all just welcome the people one time? Listen, listen, I will concede to my little big brother, Pastor <laughs> Laurent Grosvenor, my pastor of the great Alpha Seventh-day Adventist Church. Come on, man. Talk to us. Talk to us, Doc. Talk to us. Watch how he brings it in. Watch it. Watch it. You, you're on mute. You're on mute, Elder. You're on mute. You're on mute. We need to hear that, that wonderful British accent. Come on. Talk to us, Doc. <laughs> you're still muted. Oh, we can't hear him, man. We can't hear you. We got to hear you. We got to make sure that we fix that, man. We still can't hear you, dude. We can't hear you. Oh, well, let's go ahead and do this, Pastor Grovner. Go ahead and, and get that get that audio situation together. But Pastor Marquise Johns, do you mind sharing yes, with sir. us real quick? Welcome to people, yes, man. Listen, listen, listen. You have been so faithful 
walking with us in this journey of this quarantine moving full revival. We have heard dynamic words. Listen, do not sleep on what happened last night. Dr. Jamie Calazar spoke exactly to the times, like the Bible said the men of Issachar would do. He came on the line like a true man of Issachar and spoke to the, the, the times knowing exactly what we should do. And so that has been amazing. And tonight, uh, one of my brothers that we kick it every year in February is about to come on and bless the saints. So y'all better put on your seatbelt. Listen, once this thing hits 30,000 feet, while that might be cruising altitude, understand that the plane is going faster at cruising altitude than come at on. takeoff. So come be on. prepared for the ride to get a little bumpy, the ride to get a little rocky, but hey. destination is glory. And our preacher tonight is definitely going to take us there. Come on, man. He's going to take us there, and we're looking forward to it. We're on the edge of our seat. We're salivating ready for this word tonight. You know, and and you know look, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because you're the host, <laughs> and, and you can't do this, so I, I have to do it. Go ahead. Because for 21 nights, Pastor James Doggett Jr., you have been faithful to the charge laid on you, the mantle laid on you by our God, our Savior, our Lord, our friend, Jesus the Christ. And I am just excited about this. Let me tell you what I'm excited about. Right. That you have not diminished in one iota in terms of excitement, in terms of readiness, in terms of just get. I mean, you would think like after hosting 21 nights, you'd be somewhere literally draining the last dregs of life from your. But you are like, yo, let's get ready to go. Almost as though, almost as though. Uh -oh. hmm, hmm. So, no, so no, no, anyway, so look, 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 man, I, I just want to, I just want to celebrate. I just want to celebrate both the vision and the visionary. And I, I want to just ask those of you who are watching right now on, on Facebook, because every night our host has done this for the guest preachers. Come on, give me that like button. Give me that love button for the <laughs> wonderful job that our host, our pastor, the internet's pastor, Pastor James Richard Doggett Jr. has done every single night. Come on, hit that like button. Hit that like button. Shout out our host. Shout out the vision as well as the visionary right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. Appreciate y'all, man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm feeling the love. I see the comments coming in, man. Y'all are so amazing. And the reason why I'm able to come in here with so much excitement is because each and every night, all of you preachers who've been bringing it, keep me on the edge of my seat. And again, I want to say that you guys who've been praying, where are my prayer warriors at? Where are all my people who've been praying during this thing, man? I need you guys to know that we appreciate you and the prayers of the saints. I think Pastor Grovner is back. Pastor, are you Can in you the building? Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah. Can you yeah. That, is that British accent. That British accent. Come on, let us know. Bless us, Reverend. Bless us. Listen, how excited we are to be here today. JD, man, just as Marquise just said, you've done an amazing job at galvanizing preachers from all across the country, musicians from all across the country. And I, and tonight is just going to be such an amazing night. Um, we Woo. started three weeks ago on this journey. And yeah. uh, here we are now. There's been such amazing, amazing fellowship and worship we've been yeah. texting each other in our group yeah. chat and uh, just what a time it has been and tonight oh my goodness tonight oh my god uh one of my big brothers is here preaching for us yeah yeah and, you know i'm really doubly blessed because my own minister of music is going to be blessing us on tonight Whoa. so I'm, I'm just i'm just i'm i'm just so excited for what god yeah through you through your family through your ministry i love you man you are loved across this country yeah yeah I, yeah i pray that god grants you i'm serious about this i pray god gives you increase in every wow. aspect of your life because Jesus, eyes man. have not seen yeah. and ears
just have not Her. known what has yet to be for you, your family, Demir, your kids. Yeah. And um, I'm just praying. I'm just praying God's blessing over your life, bro. That, man. Woo! I receive it, man. I'm excited, man. You guys are awesome. Thank you for the blessing. Thank you for the word. I want you guys to know, though, that we have some people who have responded. A person in particular who's from your neck of the woods, Pastor Grovener from Texas, who yeah. said, you know what? I got to share my testimony. And they sent in their testimony. Remember, we were asking people, hey, if God is yeah, yeah. here in this revival, send us a video. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to play that video. So tonight, yes, I want to just turn our attention over to this young lady who was willing to come through and share her testimony. Let me share this with you real quick. Hello, family. My name is Shirley Leno, and I bring greetings from Houston, Texas. My pastor is Pastor Keith, uh, Keith Goodman at World Harvest Outreach. I just want to say thank you, Pastor JD, for um, having this vision of creating a platform during the season where believers can come together and non-believers can come together and worship an amazing, awesome God. I have been blessed every single night with the different uh, speakers. Shout out to my mom, Alnice, who um, shared the flyer with me. Um, Quick fact, Pastor JD, you are actually pastoring my home church in Florida. Um, but it's just amazing to see everyone interact with each other, praying for one another, and just seeing how the Holy Spirit moves. So thank you. Bye. We appreciate you so very much for sending in your video, your testimonial. Now listen, ladies and gentlemen, let me bring in my boys real quick because I want to share with you guys, man. Ooh, God has been blowing my mind. So last come on. night, last night, we come on, come on, invitation. We issued a charge. We said, listen, there have been families that have been blessed by all of the seeds that you've been sowing over three and a half weeks or three weeks. And you know what people did <laughs> between yesterday and today? People gave over two thousand dollars. Wow. Mm -hmm. Do you hear mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Bless those who are in financial crisis. And I want you guys to know just today. We were able to send $500 to a, a family in Mississippi. We were able to send $575 to a man from Liberia who's over here. We were able to send a family from Delaware another $500. And listen, God is, God is positioning us, and we've been praying for discernment so that he'll show us where the money needs to go. And we'll, we've been faithful in giving every cent to those of, those of us in this season who are struggling financially. And y'all, I just want to celebrate. Can we clap our hands for these folks who've been giving them? We got to clap our hands. And I want to go back over it for you real quick because from the beginning of this thing, three weeks, a pregnant mother from Virginia got $531. A Houston single mother got $400. A, a Florida family got $325. A Michigan single mother got $550. A Florida pregnant woman got $400. A Jamaican single mother got $409. A Florida family got $504. Come on, come on, come on. In North Carolina got $550. Wow. A Houston family got $500. A single mother in Houston got $500. A person new in uh, uh, North Carolina got another $400. And like I just said, $500 to Mrs. Mississippi family, 575 to a man from Liberia and 500 from a family in four family in Delaware. Guys, y'all have been a blessing. 
and we celebrate okay. guys, man. So, 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 J so JD, in essence, what you're saying is the Lord has opened up the windows of heaven and poured out blessings. Is yeah. that is that what you're saying? Yeah. To, to the exactly. flowing, and is it pressed down, shaking together, and yes. running over? Yes, come sir. on, Doc. Come on, Doc. Again, the vision <laughs> and the visionary. Come on, man. That is good, man. And of course, we want to make sure that you know that you can still give. We still have opportunity to give. And the first opportunity tonight, I want to just point you all's attention right over here to our cash app. We have the cash app where you can send your financial seed to the, the, the money sign, the quarantine revival. Again, that is the money sign, the quarantine revival over there at cash app. And then you can also send a financial blessing over there to PayPal. And we want to make sure that you can use our Gmail account. That is the quarantine revival at gmail.com. And you can send your seed there through PayPal to that specific account. And again, every cent that goes there is going to go toward helping people, families who are in financial crisis. Now, I need to bring my boys back in real quick. Can you guys please encourage those real quick who are in financial need to mm -hmm. reach out to us? Don't be hesitant. Mm -hmm. Don't be shy. Let them know, man, that this is a time where we got to be there for each other. Please issue an invitation to those people as well as those who might know people. Listen, if you are watching this stream right now, whether it's on Facebook, YouTube, Zoom, I don't know what platforms we all stream on tonight. But if you are watching this stream tonight, I believe God has brought you to this place for such a time as this. So do me a favor. Why don't you just slide into the Quarantine Revival DM? Uh, send, send the Quarantine Revival a message. I'm telling you, we have not because we ask not. And I want you to put God to the test tonight. If you just slide into the DM, put God to the test. And I know God is about to pay some bills. God's about to bless your life. God, just, just, just ask, do me a favor. Just ask, just slide into the DM. And I'm telling you, watch God blow your mind. Listen, the Bible says you have not because you ask not. The Bible says seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. Ask and you shall receive. And many of us, the Bible says, have not because we ask not. And so listen, put your uh, pride aside. Take off your cool. If you're somebody in need, you've already heard the testimony of many families, many individuals who have been blessed, the height and breadth and depth of this country, yea, even the world. Why not? If you are in need, why not? It'd be you. So I listen, as my brother said, I've never been so encouraged to use this term before, Pastor Grovener. Why not slide into the quarantine revival DMs and ask the Lord right, to open up right. the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there will not be room enough to receive again. That blessing will be pressed down, shaken together, and running over because God is doing a mighty work through the quarantine moving forward revival. And so if you have not, it's because you ask not. Seek, you shall find not. It shall be open. Ask, and it shall be given. Pastor Grovener? Now, Marquise, we're going to lead by example tonight. Uh, okay, let's go. You, you're a great man of God. We, we let's go. go. We're going to sow $20 let's go. tonight. Let's and, go. And, and, I, and I feel like we need to lead by example tonight. Let's go. Right? So, let's so, go. So I want us to be the first to sow $20 seed tonight. Now, Done. some people may not be able to do Done. 20 You may be yeah. able to do $10. Perhaps yeah. you can't do 10 Maybe you can just yeah. do 5 but yeah. I want, if God is blessing you, if God has blessed you every night through this quarantine revival, I, I just want you to sow a seed. I'm going to give 20. You don't have to give 20. You no, may be no, able no, to give no. two. I just mm -hmm. want you to be able to have this opportunity to sow a seed, to bless somebody else. Why not inconvenience yourself just a little bit? So just a little bit. Blessing somebody else. So me and Marquise, we're giving tonight. Yeah, I yeah, know you've yeah, yeah. been giving all, yeah, all the past yeah. three weeks, but I want to join. I want to join 
in agreement on tonight and be a blessing to this revival, to this ministry. And I just want to kick it off by sowing a $20 seed tonight. Uh, and I'm challenging all of you. I want every preacher who's watching tonight to sow mm -hmm. a $20 seed. Mm -hmm. uh, come on, preachers. Let's be a blessing uh, to this ministry because I know if God bless you. I see you, Monique Anderson. God yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I want you to know that when you sow seed into good ground, I'm telling you, a harvest is coming forth in your life. I believe that's a biblical principle, that when mm -hmm. you sow a seed into good ground, something mm -hmm. good coming back into your life. Wow. You know, I, I accept that challenge, Reverend. And, and here's the thing is that I have watched, I have watched Pastor Doggett, the, the numbers in terms of who is watching grow astronomically. At one point, I saw that over 6,000 individuals had actually been blessed by the quarantine revival. And so we want to extend that challenge to all 6,000 people who have been blessed. As Pastor Grosvenor said, listen, you may not have 20 if you do give 20. You may not have 10 if you do give 10. You may have one, but imagine what we can do for families across the nation, yea, even across the world, if all 6,000 people that have been blessed by this ministry over the past three weeks would sow a seed of a dollar to $10 to $20 to whatever God lays on your heart. Imagine the testimony that we would hear in the coming days of how God used that seed to germinate and grow and sprout and bear fruit in somebody's life. So I accept that challenge, Pastor Grosvenor, and I'm looking forward to the report. I'm looking forward to the testimony of what God does as a result of my little big brother's challenge on tonight. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Y'all, man, I'm trying to keep myself in my seat tonight because God is moving. He's moving already. I, I want to report that I see some people who are not just talking about it, but they've already started to send in their seed. We see it on this side. So thank you for your generosity. Thank you for your faithfulness. Now, I needed that. Oh, Lord, help us, help us, help us, Lord. Guys, Pastor Marquise, I got to bring, I got to look. I need you guys to pay close attention because I didn't just bring you guys here with us tonight but I brought somebody else as well. And this is why I'm going to bring them in now, because the question is how we're going to hear reports about what the quarantine revival is doing with this money. If the quarantine revival is ending tonight, this is the end of our experience together. Then how are we going to continue moving forward and rejoicing about what God is doing? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I need you to know that I was praying this past week, Asking God, what is the next step? Where do we need Come to on. go next? What Come do on. you desire for us Come to on. do? Come because on. look, we have a movement that has taken place and Come people on. around the globe are excited about worshiping you. Around the globe. God, around the globe. around the globe. God, we can't Come leave on. them hanging. What's next? What do we need to do? And you all, you want to know what God did? Come God, on. <laughs> God sent somebody very specific and special to sow the next season of vision into our experience here at the Quarantine Moving Forward Revival. Y'all want to know who it is? Let me go ahead and see if I can bring this person in real quick. I believe it's none other than the sensei. The sensei. The sensei. The sensei. The sensei. My, my professor. The my professor. My, my teacher. Uh, the sensei is here. here. Yes. What's up, guys? What's up? Yes, sir. Yes, Professor. sir. Yo, oh, it's about to get good now. Come, come on, on. Don't, don't come out here looking like that. Don't come on here like, oh, I don't Dr. know. Doggett. Dr. Doggett, what yes, did sir. you what what did God put it on your heart to share with your son about what we need to do next? First, let me speak to you, not like a son, but as a preacher <laughs> and a visionary. And yeah, let me yeah, say this. Yeah. I want to join in with you, Marquise, and with you, Laurent in saying that I am so glad that you acted on the vision God gave you. 
One of the things I'm saying in this season is everybody needs to stop copying each other and ask God, what do you want me to do? (laughs) And when God puts it on your heart, move with it. And I think we have a movement going on now because you were faithful to the vision God placed on you. And I want to say I've been blessed three weeks of awesome preaching. But you know, when you go to a restaurant, a good restaurant, Mm-hmm. Uh, they Good usually restaurant. will serve you in courses, isn't that right? They yeah. usually will start you out with a little something to drink. It begins, you know, Laurent. Look, it begins, Laurent. Look, 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 it begins. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let me back off and let me be short and say that there is a next course coming up. I call <laughs> Take it your time, talk. preacher. Take we your talk, time, preacher. Talk. <laughs> Take One your of the time. That's been on my heart is this: that I believe in Second Peter one and nineteen. Mm -hmm. It says we have a more sure Sure word of prophecy prophecy. and we would do well to take heed Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. a light in darkness. That prophecy helps to guide our footsteps. What I've noted, and I shared this with you, um, J.D., Pastor J.D., is that we have kind of surrendered the prophetic platform to extremists for far too long. Well, well, well. Preach timelines and scary stories with no Jesus in it. Well, well, well. Balanced preachers who God has called for this season, individuals like the ones we've heard for the last three weeks, to start declaring prophecy along with the rest of the full gospel with Jesus Christ in the middle of it. Yes. It makes no sense for us to have been given a map by God to guide us through this uncertain time. Mm-hmm. without us paying attention to the map. When I don't know where I'm going, I, I GPS it. And I trust those who have put it together to know because they've got satellites and whatnot that, and they can see things I can't see. Yeah. And I feel like preaching. I'm not going to lie. Come on, but come right on, come now, on. Come on, come on. I just want to say that God has given us the GPS to go with. And if we would listen to it right now, we would be in better shape. A, a gospel that includes prophecy as Revelation 19.10 and Revelation 17.12 make clear, we're supposed to be a strong prophetic voice right now. When it's done right, it brings confidence to those who are in uncertainty. And let me just say this, that God is calling us to include prophecy in our preaching. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I know this for a fact, prophecy will preach if it's seasoned right, if it's served mm. right, come on, mm. it will mm. individuals will grow because it's not only nutritious, it's delicious. And it's time for <laughs> us to jump in and get going with it. And we've got some awesome preachers who have seen that same vision. And when we shared it with you, you saw it as well. Dr. Busher and I have been praying about this. We've been talking about this for a while. And the time has come for the next course. And it's a prophetic course. Ooh. It's a okay. He just dropped something heavy on us. Number one, can I get the organ? Where's the organ at? Because right now, <laughs> I think he, man, he 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 almost had me standing up here shouting. But I want I want to give some visual aids to what this man is saying because oh Dr. god, Morgan, he's not oh, just god. somebody. He's not hear me. He's not just somebody who has great vision. But he's like JD. Let's do it. And y'all already know I'm about that life. Let's roll. What about you it. got, Doc? What you got? We, <laughs> we had one conversation. And let me tell you what God did in one conversation. Can I show you guys some visual aids? Can I let you guys know what God has done? Let me go ahead. <laughs> show them the menu, JD. Show them the menu. I show them the menu? Yes, sir. All right. Let's start off with this menu real quick. Hold on. Let me let me let me move this real quick. Let's start off with this menu. We have the quarantine revival to 
Prophecy Edition. And my, the my, my. here, we have my, on my, Monday, my. Dr. Peelard. Monday, Dr. Andrew Trusty King. Tuesday, David Franklin. Wednesday, Dr. J Jackson Doggett Jr. We have Pastor Michael Polite, Ivor Miles on Friday. And then we have on that first Saturday, a mystery preacher who we're going to ask hmm. you guys to guess. When is this starting? It's starting May 31st. But I need you guys to know this because here's the deal. You notice that that says up there under Prophecy Edition. Dad, what is that? That's, does that say week one? That's week, week one. one. That means there week must be one. a week two. Oh, my, my Lord. So we wow. got a week two in this thing. We got some representation from all over the globe. Because look at here. We got on Sunday, we got Dr. Kenneth Manders. Who else do we have on here, Pops? Corey Johnson. You know he blew up the internet when he preached just the other night. And uh -huh. then Lola Moore came behind Lola Moore Johnson, and she lit it up as well. My oh, yes. goodness. I remember that I almost saw a couple of people um, blow up. Your head was about to blow up, J.D. Yes, and it was. I couldn't stop and be still during that sermon. We yeah. got Rashad Burden. We know what he serves. He's uh -huh. a good chef. And yeah. then Rebecca Davis <laughs> from Dallas. Uh, you know her, I believe, Marquise. She's on oh, yes, yes. with you there. My oh, yes, yes, and yes, then the yes. preacher's preacher, Dr. Preacher's preacher. If you wake up at midnight, he's going to preach. He's not going to say good morning. He's going to no. just start preaching. That's a preacher's preacher right there. And that's just week two. Yeah. My, and my, then, my. And then, of course, we have that that mystery preacher. But y'all, did you just say that's just week two? That's week oh, two. Oh, Lord. That's what does that mean? Two. Oh, uh oh my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And one of you two, either Pastor Johns or Pastor Goldner, who do we have here in week three? Man, week three, Andrew Nixon. My, uh, my. Then, then we got my brother, Richard D. Martin. Mm -hmm. My, my. Tuesday looks like a rookie among among. <laughs> my, my. Uh, uh, Wednesday, my boy, Mike Kelly. Uh, my, my. Thursday, Roger Hernandez. Friday, Dr. Leslie Pollard. Then another my, my. mystery preacher my, on my. Saturday night. Wow. My, 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 we can't take no more, man. That's gotta be how I think, I think that how, must be the hold on. No, 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 oh. how beautiful upon the mountain are the oh. feet of them that bring it good tidings of good that saith unto God, Zion, thy God reigneth. Look, good God Almighty, is that a week number four? Golly like gee, Willikers, Batman, I can't believe <laughs> what my eyes are seeing. Is this Marvin McLean Jr.? Is that? Pastor Kimberly Bulgin on Monday. Who is that bald head preacher on Tuesday? He looks familiar. I think I may know him. And then followed up by Austin Humphreys. Good night. Did that boy shut this thing down on the quarantine moving forward revival? Pastor Austin Humphreys. And then, oh, is that the speaker, director of Breath of Life Television Ministries, as well as the senior pastor of the Oakwood University Church? Good God almighty. How did you get such a lineup, Batman? And then we rounded out with David Huggins and, and who is the Batman? I, I holy smokes, golly gee willikers. I can't believe all of these chefs. You're gonna have to renovate the kitchen. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> Listen, ladies and gentlemen, four weeks, four weeks of quarantine revival prophecy edition. Dad, can you remind them one more time what the theme and the the, the central conviction of this thing is? The bottom line is that God has given us special light so that we don't stumble in the darkness. Mm. Don't allow those who are extremists and preach it without Jesus 
in the middle of it to dominate the platform. That's good. It's time for us to step forward with the full gospel. That That's includes good. some of the answers to questions people are asking today, but does it in such a way that they're not full of fear, but confidence, because light in darkness will give you confidence and you know the next step to take. So I'm excited about it. The only thing, Danny, and I'm going to get off now because I want to sit back and enjoy mm -hmm. this sermon that's yeah. going to be preached shortly and the music I know is going to be great. One of the All tough right. uh, decisions that I know you had to make is do we go ahead and reveal those speakers who are speaking on Saturday nights? Those names are amazing, are amazing. And you yeah. decided let's keep it a mystery. Give, Give it a, a mystery. few a few little hints, but let's keep it a mystery. Yeah. But man, yeah. I wish we could tell them who is preaching on those Saturday <laughs> nights. But since Listen. we can't, they'll have to just wait. I'm excited wait, about what wait. God is doing, and I think that the Lord is about to serve a delicious course to everybody that's going to help them be stronger for these times. Come on. It was one of those people Kara shared, maybe. <laughs> You're an idiot. So that was hilarious. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Pastor Doggy, Dr. Doggy just mentioned that we're going to take this a step further. Not only are we going to give you, we already gave you a heads up on what the silhouette of the preacher looks like early. So we gave you a lot of time to figure this out. But we're also going to bless y'all with one hint a week. We're going to mm. help you with a hint. And again, we're also going to have our psalmist, our preacher and psalmist. And we want you guys to get both of them each and every week. And look, this is amazing. I'm excited about it. But here it is, Pops, uh, uh, Dr. Doggett, Pastor Marquise Johns, and Pastor Laurent Grosvenor. We also have somebody on our team in preparation for this because here's the deal. The world needs to see this. This mm. next move, thank God for the success that we've experienced. Thank God for all of you who've tuned in. But this next move, God is taking it to the next level. And in order to do that, and we have a, a strategist, someone who's been behind the scenes working in this quarantine revival. And I want to bring her on the screen real quick. If y'all don't mind, let me go ahead Jenny. and talk to her in. And I'm going to bring Before you bring her, can I say one more thing? Please. Yeah. One of the features going into this next season with the prophecy um, emphasis, mm -hmm. we're going to allow people to ask questions. And then at the beginning of the next night, we will have panelists and I'll be there. So that mm -hmm. we can give answers, yes. summary answers to questions that might arise as prophecies being preached. Dr. Buster is one of those panelists. Yes. We have some other very smart Bible scholars who are going to join in with us. So yes. people will get a chance to interact and they'll really be able to walk away knowing something, not just feeling something. Absolutely. I love that, that added feature. And we appreciate you for being willing to be one of those panelists and moderators. We're glad that we're going to be able to talk have conversation, and, oh, man, God is about to move in a mighty way. Let me go ahead and bring in our friend, Daniela. Jean, there she is. She <laughs> How's it going? Listen, can you please go ahead and issue a call, issue a charge, because we need some people, right, to help us as we move forward to this next phase. Yes, yes. Good evening, everyone. I know you've been blessed. Thank you, Pastor JD. Listen, it's time for us to come together as digital disciples to be able to reach the world with this message. I know you've been tuning in live every night. I know that God has been blessing you and your family during this time, but we are in need of some digital disciples, some individuals who will help us get this message out via Facebook, via WhatsApp, via email, via text. And so if you're interested in joining this team, you might not be tech savvy, but we're going to get you to the level that we need you to be. We just need individuals 
who are willing individuals who are open to the call of God. God has been blessing you and God wants you right now to be a disciple, a digital disciple. So if you're interested in joining this team that's about to take this gospel around the world, please inbox us right now or send an email to the quarantine revival and let us know that you want to be part of this digital team that is about to blow up and about to get the word out to the people of God, those that are in need of hearing the gospel. So I'm excited that you're going to be joining this awesome team. Thank you so very much for sharing that with us. Listen, I believe that there are going to be some people who are going to reach out to us who are going to be perfect for this. Some of you guys have the gift of technology and marketing and PR. One of those people like Daniela herself, I believe that there are people who can join us who are going to help take this thing to the next level. So as she just mentioned, and I'm going to put this up um, on the, the screen for us to see, I want you guys to send an email to the quarantine revival at gmail.com. Again, that is the quarantine revival at gmail.com or send us a message over there at our Facebook uh, profile. And we promise that we'll reach back out to you because we need you. Digital disciples. Yes, yes, yes. The next level. Thank you so very much. We have tonight, again, a very special experience because we're going to have our first virtual baptism this evening. I'm excited about this because we have a special young lady who has chosen to give her heart to the Lord. And we're right now going to just hear a little bit from her. Um, her name is Hillary Bennett. And we took some time to just do a little interview. I want you to hear a little bit about Hillary, where she comes from, and what God has placed on her heart as it relates to this particular season of her life. Mercy. and doing things and I couldn't but what happened in that isolation was I grew close to God you know so and that's when I'm like okay I'm ready to accept I really start going to church but then keeping the Sabbath changing my diet and that was two years ago so then the desires that I wanted to do that was of the world God slowly took them out of my life and took those desires away it didn't happen overnight and that's what I was trying. I wanted to let people know, you know, 
you're going to give your life to God on Friday, you're not going to be 100% Christian on Monday. Because, um, mm-hmm. well, one, I feel like a Christian's growth should never stop. So where I might be at is not where another person's at in their relationship. Every relationship is different. So once I realize, okay, I'm not going to be perfect. I'm not going to be sinless. I'm, but I have to accept my sins and ask God to forgive me. And that actually helped me push more to having a relationship with God. And I would say this. I thought having a relationship with God was just saying, you know, God. And that you believe in him. But it's more than that because there's a difference between that and when I start praying daily, reading my Bible, doing devotion. And it's just a big, huge difference. We appreciate her so very much. Hillary has taken this step to move toward her destiny in Christ. And she's bold about her walk. She wants the world to know that she stands for Jesus. And at this present time, I'm going to go ahead and invite her because we're about to to go into our virtual baptism. And ladies and gentlemen, if it is your desire, if you're right there and you want to also join her and you want to be baptized during this time of quarantine, don't allow anything to stop you. We want this to prove as evidence that if you want to make that decision, God's going to find a way. He's going to make a way. And tonight, I'm so excited again to have Hillary with us, who's going to now go down in the watery grave of baptism. Do you have anything that you wanted to say before we go into the water? I do. Um, But first I want to add, I got baptized before at 16 by your dad. (laughs) Wow. So it's a blessing now that, you know, his son is re-baptizing me. That let me know like the, the spiritual aspects of your family dynamics from your grandfather wow. to your dad to you. That's a blessing. So awesome. I, I that. that. Um, but I do have a couple verses I want to share um, about being baptized. So the first one is Acts chapter 2, verse 38. And it says, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remissions of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And then there's one more I want to share, and that I bookmarked it in my Bible. That's Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 25 and 26. And it says, Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you, and ye shall be clean from all your filthiness, and from all your idols will I cleanse you. A new heart also will I give you, a new spirit will I put with you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh. So I just want to share those two verses with everyone, um, especially the ones that's on the fence of getting baptized because um, you feel like God cannot. You're you're just so sinful. You did so many sins and my sins are unforgiven. One thing that we need to realize is. One sin isn't greater than the other. So, yeah, you might stole and he might murder. But in God's eyes, they're both sins. In our yeah. eyes, we see that, okay, you're a murderer. You're worse than a thief. No. So no matter what your sins are, you can be clean, be baptized. So. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. Well, we're excited and we're ready to get this thing going. So let's go ahead and we're going to invite you now to prepare yourself. Set this up. So you guys bear with me. Take your time. Take your time. I was going to have my four-year-old hold the phone, but that wasn't going to work. 
No, we we're, we we can see you. Everything is working just fine. Is it? Good? Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm ready. All right, all right. In response to the charge that God has given us, that's found in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, where it says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. So it is my pleasure, Hillary Bennett, to gladly baptize you in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. All right. Amen. <laughs> yes. Hallelujah. 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 We celebrate with you. God is so good. Let's pray right now. Father in heaven, thank you. Thank you for Hillary. Thank you for her boldness. Thank you for her obedience. We're praying that you would please take her now and empower her, infuse her with your Holy Spirit, that she might continue to be a testimony to the nations. We love you, God. We're placing Hillary in your hands with trust. We'll take good care of her and her future, I do pray. In Jesus' name, we ask it. Amen. Amen. Let's celebrate, Hillary, y'all. Let's celebrate this moment. Let's, let's bring in these preachers of the gospel. Let's go ahead and celebrate what God is doing in this woman's life. Dr. Doggett, I'm bringing you back in. I'm bringing you, Pastor Johns. I'm bringing you, Pastor Wow, 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 man. God is so good, man. We celebrate what happened today with our first virtual baptism. I want you guys to know that Hillary made it very clear that she wanted to do this so that others will know that it's there's no excuse. Obedience requires that you do it, even if it means making adjustments, even if it means not necessarily being in the perfect conventional way. And tonight yeah. she is evidence that if you want to follow Jesus, you'll find a way to yes, be obedient Lord. to whatever he says. Anything that you guys want to say to Hillary? As she I, I, just, I just heard uh, the book of Acts, Dr. Doggett, Pastor Doggett, and, and Laurent, when the Ethiopian eunuch expressed his desire, and Philip said to him, well, here is water, what uh, can you Just to know that even in this season, those of us who are not bereft of water still have access to the water of the grave. And, and this was just a wonderful thing to have witnessed and to have been a part of to any small measure. Again, the vision, the visionary, God bless you. And young lady, we are holy folks proud of you. Yeah. And, you and rooting you on in your journey. God bless you. God keep you and keep moving forward. Amen. J.D., I remember Hillary and her sister, the two of them, absolutely blessed of God with great personalities, a lot of influence. And when influence and personalities are given to God, Man. they can go far in helping to expand the borders of his kingdom. And I want to charge Hillary to go ahead and be a soul winner, be a witness. Don't be ashamed of your testimony. Yes. It's powerful. Yes. God is good. And yes. now you've given your heart completely to him. Be a witness. Be a witness. Be a Love witness. You. Praise God. Thank you so much, Pops. And at this present moment, y'all, look, we're about to go higher. We're about to hear from George Powell, our, our QR mystery psalmist for the evening. But before we hear from George Powell, we want to bring in Pastor Grovner real fast, just so he can introduce us to the preacher of the hour. Pastor, who do we have here tonight? Who's going to take us higher in the word? Hey, man, listen. Well, after uh, 
my old minister of music, George Powell, blesses us in song. Uh, we're going to be hearing from one of my big brothers in ministry, Dr. John Faison. He is the lead pastor of the Watson Grove Baptist Church in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, we connected a few years ago. Every year we spent some time at a conference in Arizona. We connected there and the Lord just allowed our paths across and we would see each other uh, various parts of the country. He is a native of Boykins, Virginia. If you're from Virginia, just go and click on that like button. If you're from Virginia, he has been to uh, Regent University. He's been to Virginia State University. Um, his church when he got to his church i think it was 2012 he went to 300 he went to 300 members and now eight years later he's nearly at 3,000 members god is blessing this man tremendously he's preaching all across the country i mean he's just an indie man kind of guy however beyond all of that john Faison is just an amazing person an amazing personality he's the husband of one wife he is the father of three children. His wife's name, uh, Minister Alethea Faison, his children, John Jr., Ager, and Jaden. And I'm just so excited to introduce him to some of you, present him to others. Um, and I'm excited tonight for this tag team duo between George Powell and uh, Pastor John Faison, the wonderful pastor of the Watson Grove Baptist Church in Nashville, Tennessee. You met me deep in my despair. Told me you would never leave me there. You claimed because I was made for so much more. I am your child, and I'm worth fighting for. So heavy with the weight of my mistakes, you carried me and refuse to let me sink under the pressure you meant for me to soar i am your child and i'm worth fighting for eyes haven't seen ears haven't heard all you have planned for me and nothing can separate me from your love when there's so much more still worth fighting for now i'm moving by faith and not by sight towards victory by the power of your might you're straightening out my path and opening every door i am your child and i'm worth fighting for Eyes haven't heard all that you planned for me, can separate me from your love. Still, say, Eyes haven't seen, ears have not heard. Nothing, no nothing, nothing can separate me from your love. There's so much more. 
steel work. And that's why I'm pressing toward the mosque. Because the calling on my life is worth. And I'll keep my mind stayed on you, Jesus. Because the peace it brings is worth. And I'll be faithful to my wife and children. Because my family is worth. I know this world is not my home. But your kingdom here is worth. See, I got a mansion over in glory. And my new home is worth. Till I see it, I'll shout. Hallelujah, here. Life with you is worth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, here. Because my praise is worth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, here. Life with you. Anybody know you got the victory? Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. Oh, I told Satan, get thee behind. Because victory, I said victory. I said victory, victory, today is mine, and it's in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, 
we had the victory. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the name, the strong name of Jesus, Satan will have to flee. Oh, tell me who can stand before us when we call on that great name. His name is Jesus. Jesus, praise Jesus, hallelujah, we have, ooh, we have the victor, we the victory hallelujah somebody ought to lift your hands we got the victory oh yeah yeah hallelujah thank you jesus My God, my God, my God, thank you so much, George, for coming through and for blessing us with such a powerful message in the music we are worth fighting for. And right now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm so excited because right after that amazing song, we're about to hear a word from none other than Dr. John Faison. If you don't mind, Doc, come on in here and bless us right now. The floor is now yours. God be praised. We certainly honor the spirit of Christ that leads and guides each and every one of us. Thank you, Pastor Doggett, for this incredible, incredible moment. What, what an inspiring night. This is my first time uh, being associated with the Quarantine Revival. This is my first night experiencing it. And oh my God, there is no question that the spirit of God is moving. Thank you for your vision. Thank you for being the visionary and being that vessel that God has used uh, to share and uh, to go forward. We're grateful for it, man. What a blessing. Listen, let's go to God in prayer. God, thank you tonight for this wonderful chance that we have to worship you in spirit and in truth. God, we honor you for being a God who meets us right where we are. God who is not subject to quarantines. The God who sits high but looks low. A God who is transcendent but also imminent. One who walks with us and talks with us. And even when we meet in this medium, you've said that where two or three are gathered together in your name, you promised that you'd be in our midst. So now, Lord, have your way. Let the words of my mouth, meditation of my heart, allow it to be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. God, preach through me, to me, and for me. Send the word so your people are edified, but in all things, it's your name that receives the glory. I bless you for the treasure that you've placed in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Have your way tonight. We pray and ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, friends, let's dive right in. Uh, go with me in your Bibles to the book of Acts, Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1, beginning at verse 21. I'm reading from the New Living Translation tonight. It'll be on your screen. Acts chapter 1, verse 21, reading from the New Living Translation. Here's what the Bible says. So now we must choose a replacement for Judas from among the men who were with us the entire time we were traveling with the Lord 
Jesus from the time he was baptized by John until the day he was taken from us. Whoever is chosen will join us as a witness of Jesus's resurrection. So they nominated two men, Joseph called Barsabbas, also known as Justice, and Matthias. Then they all prayed, O Lord, you know every heart. Show us which of these men you have chosen as an apostle to replace Judas in this ministry, for he has deserted us and gone where he belonged. Then they cast lots. Matthias was selected to become an apostle with the other 11. This is the word of the Lord for the people of God. I want to talk tonight. The Holy Spirit's guided with your prayers on the subject. God is in that too. God is in that too. Beloved, freshman year of high school is a traumatic time for most kids. And it was a traumatic time for me as well. See, kids heading into their first year of high school are dealing with a multiplicity of human factors. Number one, they just became teenagers. They are leaving middle school where they were the seniors and now uh, heading to an environment where they are the rookies, the freshmen, or some would call them fresh meat. The school is new. The teachers are new. The expectations are new. But me going into high school my freshman year, there was always one thing I knew I could count on uh, being the same, and that was the sport that I loved, basketball. See, I played basketball most of my childhood, and I played for my middle school my previous year, helping them to a great season. So I was looking forward to the basketball court being the place where I could find some normalcy to this hectic new routine. Furthermore, my older brother had been a basketball star at the high school I was going to. So I started dreaming about what it would be like to play high school basketball. Man, I was excited and I was ready. Tryouts went well that year as all other tryouts had gone for me previously. I shot the ball well. I passed the ball very well, played tough defense, was a team player. And I'm, a, I'm not anatomically equipped to be a center. So I played point guard. That's that's what I did. And I controlled the flow of the game, facilitated the flow. Being smaller than everyone else always forced me to play a little bit harder than everyone. But that was no big deal. I was used to that. I'd done that ever since I picked up a basketball. So I was prepared. I'll never forget it. Tryouts ended on Thursday. and The team roster came out on Friday morning. So the list people who had made the team was always placed on the front entrance to the gymnasium. So that morning I jumped on the school bus and I skipped breakfast and ran directly to the front of the gym, rushing with all those who had tried out to see uh, who had made the team. Well, beloved, it didn't take long for me to figure out and find out what I had been waiting to see. Only problem was it wasn't what I wanted to see. You see, I didn't make the team. I, I, I didn't understand. I, 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 was, I was messed up. I had given my best. I was fully qualified. I was fully capable and I wanted it badly. And that head junior varsity basketball coach told me no. Oh my God. I was devastated. I was flabbergasted. I was bewildered. I was beside myself. This didn't make sense to me. I thought that if you gave your best, if you were fully prepared and if you wanted it bad enough, you would always receive a yes. Y'all, it was it was the first time I remember learning that you can be qualified and still be denied. I, I, I can I can still recall how getting a no 
from that head coach made me feel. I, I, I remember the disappointment. I, I, I recall the hurt. I, I remember the embarrassment. I, I remember the loneliness. I was in a crowd of people looking at the same sign and I felt by myself. I, I, I even remember, I, 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 I remember uh, how that thing got to me. Some days when I think about it, it still gets to me. So, so, so then when I read a passage like Acts chapter one, uh, th there's a certain name that, that jumps out for me. And it's not the typical characters that you would expect. It, it's not uh, the apostles. It's not Peter, James, and John, and the others. Uh, it's a name you hear in this passage that you really never hear again in scripture. Joseph of Barsabbas, also known as Justice. By the time of our text, Jesus has ascended and Judas is dead. Now the apostles believe that they have to replace Judas and restore the apostolic order back to 12 where Jesus had said it. Now Peter, uh, the senior statesman, if you will, uh, sets the criteria for the one who would replace Judas. He says it has to be the one who was with them uh, from the time they were with Jesus, from his baptism in the Jordan River all the way to his ascension back to the Father. When they survey resumes and uh, 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 check out curriculum vitae, they end up discovering that there are only two people who fit this criteria. There is uh, Matthias, but there's also Justice. Bible says that they cast lots. Biblical times, casting lots, of course, was a way that they believed they could decipher and discern the will of God. They believed that the, whomever the lot fell, that was the one God had chosen. The Bible tells us that the lot falls to Matthias. This event had the authority of God stamped upon it. So then Matthias becomes the 12th apostle. But for Matthias to get a yes, that meant Jesus, or Judas, Justice rather, got a no. Now, now, now beloved, it's, it's one thing, it's one thing for man to tell you no. But, but, but it's a whole other conversation. You feel like God is the one who is behind and initiating your no. How, how, how do you handle it when you get a no from God? Now, now we, we often focus on the blessing of God choosing you. But, but what do you do when you feel like God rejected you? What, what, what do you do when you feel like God is the one who has decided to put a roadblock on the journey you believe you're called to be on? I'm talking to somebody tonight who has wrestled with this cold, hard reality. In fact, this whole idea of quarantine, this whole idea of shutdown and lockdown has presented you a situation where you feel like God has told you, no, you can't do what you had planned to do. Your, your agenda and itinerary has been interrupted. You are not able to flow and function and do all the things that you believe you were designed and destined to do. What do you do when God is the one who says no? I, I, you, you don't have to say amen. Just blink amen right where you are. I, 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 know, I know you're here tonight because there's some people listening to me who are still wrestling with this idea of no. See, 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 if we're honest, God 
such no bothers us so much because it feels like rejection. Feels like a statement that we're not good enough. Feels like confirmation that we are deficient in some kind of way, perhaps even an affirmation of the insecurity within all of us. You know, that small, still voice that has a way of telling us we don't qualify, we're not good enough, we don't have what it takes, we don't belong anyway. You know that voice. But beloved, in these moments, I want to caution you and I to, 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 be, to be very careful. Because when, when, we, when, when, when we are disappointed with God's answer, we have a tendency to separate God's no from God's nature. We, 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 we have a tendency to separate what God says from who God is. And, and the danger, the danger in that is you, you might, might, might mess around and misinterpret what God is actually doing. See, 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 beloved, God's no might hurt me, but God's nature is to love me always. And, and, and if I separate God's no from God's nature, then I'll be stuck in the disappointment of what I can't have, and I will mislabel God as uncaring and detached and distant. But if I can view God's no through the lens of God's nature, then I will know that even if there's something I can't have, I can still be reassured that God will always have me. I said it too fast. I'll say it again. I, I said sometimes what we do is we allow God's no to be separated from his nature and then we get angry with God and we mislabel God and put wrong monikers and nomenclature on God but if you'll take his no and attach it to his nature then you'll know even if there's something I can't have God will always have me listen if God is who we claim God to be then God's no is still a moment that can bless our lives because that no is intimately tied to the plans that God has for you and I. So when I hear no, I, I might be disappointed, but I ought to be all right. I, I, I might have a problem uh, 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 on the surface. Uh, I might have some emotions to wrestle with, but I ought to be all right because believe it or not, God is in that too. God is in the no, just like God is in the yes. And beloved, if you'll walk with me for a few moments tonight, if you dare, we'll get a witness from justice on how God can create a moment for us by saying no. Beloved, justice never speaks a word in scripture. You check it out. You survey. You, you, you won't find any statements or any paragraphs attributed to justice's voice. But I promise you, his life speaks volumes tonight. What, what, what does justice show us? Justin shows us how to respond when you get a no. Here's, here's, here's a few things you got to do when you get a no. First of all, you got to resist the urge to demonize your no. You got to push back on the inclination to demonize your no. See, because no can be so painful, we usually look for ways to cope when we hear it. And one way we cope is to demonize it in order to lessen the rejection that we feel. And, and, and I'll share with you some of the ways uh, uh, I found myself doing it. I think you'll, you'll, you'll see yourself in it as well. Uh, here's some ways we demonize the no that we get when we don't like it. We blame the devil for it, right? 
uh, uh, when I get an answer, I don't want to hear uh, the devil is so busy. When, when I would do good, evil is always present. We blaming the devil when we get a no. And sometimes the enemy is sitting in the corner saying, I have nothing to do with that one. But, but, but instead of us enlarging our bandwidth of what God can do with our destiny and purpose, we'll blame the devil for the no. If we don't blame the devil, here's what we'll do. We'll demonize where the no happened. Oh, you, you, you've, you've seen this before. You, 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 you've been connected. You've been rooted. You've been grounded. You've been faithful. And you were expecting a promotion. You were expecting elevation. You were expecting a certain kind of blessing and a certain kind of promotion. But it didn't happen. And the moment it didn't happen, now all of a sudden, I ain't want to be there no way. I, 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 ain't really, I ain't really attached to this. This really doesn't mean that much to me. You are, Stop lying to God and yourself. It does bother you. It did mess with you. That's why you feel in some type of way. The problem is that the no has bruised your pride and messed with your ego. And now for you to feel better, you got to de demonize the place where it happened. If we don't do it, demonize the place where it happens, we'll demonize the people who were a part of it. I'm preaching better than you saying amen. Yeah, that, that's, that's what we'll do. That's what we'll do. We, 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 we'll mess around and get angry with the folk who are part of it. We were rooted and grounded and totally committed. But the moment it doesn't go our way, now they just hating on me. They can't see my gifts. I, I, I think my season has changed. Y'all yeah, yeah, know all this stuff. We say when, when, when we want to make ourselves feel better about the know that we have received, we demonize it. Can I tell you, justice helps us here. Justice helps us because he was rejected by the apostles and some would even argue rejected by God. Yet we never hear him disparaging the no, nor the place where it came from. See, justice has walked with God long enough to know that God works through yes and through no. Justice can help us tonight because justice knows something you and I better learn about God. And that is that God is sovereign right where you are. Put that in the atmosphere. Just say sovereign, sovereign. God is sovereign. What does it mean? It simply means that God is in complete and unshakable control. And that sovereignty of God is not subject to my satisfaction with my situation. How in the world can I praise God for the yeses I received and then bless the devil for the no's that I get. Yes and no are both within the scope of God's providence. And if God is behind the yeses that we enjoy, then we must also conclude that God is behind the no's we have to endure. Can I help somebody tonight? Stop giving the enemy credit for God's creativity. Stop blaming the devil when it's actually God who is behind the scenes and working things out. I don't know what your testimony is, but I walk with God long enough now to look back at some seasons in my life where God says no, where he broke my heart and I was angry, I was upset, had a few words to speak to God. But now five years later and 10 years later and 15 years later, I look back at that no and I say, thank you, Jesus, because your no actually saved me from one of the worst mistakes I would have ever made in my life. I wanted something for me that you didn't want for me. And I praise God that you were smarter than me and loved me enough to deny me from myself. Got to stop demonizing the no. Then you got to, here's the second one, you got you to refuse to let 
the no frustrates your faith. Come on, let's be real tonight. Let's be honest. Hearing no can frustrate the faith of even the strongest believer. I don't care how long you walk with God. I don't care if you got his cell phone number. I don't care how much you talk to him and text him every day. When you hear no in the right place, it will mess with your faith. And when our faith struggles, it usually shows up in the breaking of fellowship. Yeah. In other words, when we get frustrated with God, we take it out on the closest thing we can get to God. And because our arms are too short to box God, we'll take out our frustration with God on other people. Here's what we do. I'm Baptist. I don't know if y'all flow like this, but here's what happens in our uh, particular situation. When people here know what they do is they separate from fellowship with God's church and from fellowship with God's people. Yeah, you've 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 seen that. You've seen that. You've seen that before. When 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 we get to know, uh, we, we we suddenly separate ourselves from uh, uh from 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 what from, from from the place in which God has planted and rooted us. Again, justice helps us here. Acts one, justice is denied the chance to become an apostle. After all that time, think about it. After all that time, he put in. After all that faithfulness, after being qualified, and then after getting so close, it's crazy, y'all. He, he makes it to the final two. He makes it to the finals and gets rejected in the last cut. I don't know about you, but my request would have been, listen, put me out in the first round. Don't let me get all the way to the finals. Don't let me get to the Super Bowl and then lose there because by that time, now I've picked out the carpet that I want in my office. Now I've been looking at furniture and putting things together about how I want it. Don't let me stay in that long and then tell me no. But that's what, that's what happens to Justin. But even after hearing no, Justice makes the decision to remain with God's church and to stay with God's people. You, you, you know what happens. That happens. He gets rejected in chapter one. But by the time we get to chapter two, you, 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 you know you know what happens in Acts chapter two. The Bible says that they are gathered together on one accord and the spirit comes in like a mighty rushing wind and sits down on them like cloven tongues of fire. And they all begin to speak in unknown tongues as the spirit gave them utterance. Can I help you tonight? Guess who was one? numbered among the 120. Guess who was present and accounted for so that he could receive the blessing of the spirit? A rejected justice who refused to let rejection run him away from his assignment. Can I help you tonight? You, you, if you don't let no frustrate your faith, you will get rewarded. You will mess around and learn that you actually don't need a position for God to give you power anyway. You don't need a spot and a title for you and empower you for the purpose God gave you. Whether you get the title, get the promotion, get the elevation or not, what God has for you is still going to be for you. I'm almost done. Here, here, here it is. When, when you get a no, you, you, you got to make sure you don't let it frustrate your faith. Here's the third thing you got to do. Uh, you got to remember that your no is leading to God's yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When, 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 when I get a no, that doesn't make sense to me. I got to remember that that no is leading to God's yes. Uh, trust, beloved, in the providence of God is built upon the acceptance that God is always up to purpose. God doesn't waste moments. God doesn't waste time. God is always up 
to something. So then, if I'm getting a no right here, then it must mean God has a yes somewhere else. If, 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 if the no shows up right here, then God must be trying to get me to another place. I can't speak for you. Got to talk for me. I've discovered that when I get no's in certain places, it's often because I want to settle for something less than what God had. So then the difficult rejection I feel actually is divine redirection to the place God wants me to be. Acts, Acts 1, Acts 1, beloved, is the first and the last time you hear of justice in Scripture. But good news here is uh, uh, Scripture doesn't tell it all. And where Scripture stops, Christian history tells the rest of the story. Uh, uh, Christian history will reveal and tell you that there is life for justice even after his rejection. Uh, uh, ju justice does not become an apostle, but he does become, according to history, the bishop of a city called Eleutheropolis. Eleutheropolis in Roman means city of the free. It was a prominent Roman colony and an administrative center where seven major trade routes met and ran through this particular city, Eleutheropolis. And as the bishop of this city, justice now has massive influence and incredible reach. Not only could he lead the church in the city, but now everyone who enters in the city uh, could experience his impact and his influence. What are you saying? I'm telling you, God said no to him becoming an apostle in the Lord's church so he could say yes to him becoming an agent of change in the city. God says no to him becoming a leader of the 120 so that God could give him reach and responsibility of the Thousands that would come into the city and be the recipients of his impact and his influence. God says no in a small area because he had something bigger in mind. Beloved, whenever God says no, it's because he's taking you to your yes. I got to go. Y'all been very kind tonight and very hospitable uh, uh, to, 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 allow, uh, to allow me to come and share tonight. And, 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 and I, I've, I've attempted to plead and share my case. That even when God says no, God's in that. That there's purpose, design, built in, baked in to the no's and to the rejection that we receive. But I'm talking to somebody tonight who still ain't convinced. I get it. I understand. Uh, but, but here's what I need you to know. John got to know. If you read this passage, you'll discover very clearly justice got to know. Uh, but scripture is also clear that there's another J in scripture that knows something about getting a no as well. Uh, if you don't believe me tonight, come on a field trip with me for a moment. That, that down to the garden of Gethsemane. When, when you get down to the garden, you will hear the faint voice of my Savior and your Lord Jesus the Christ talking to his own daddy. And we don't get the full transcript of the prayer that he prays, all we get the opening and the close. That's all we get. We don't get the full transcript, but it starts this way. God and Father, if it be your will, let 
this cup pass from me. We, 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 we don't get how the rest of the transcript, it's inaudible text. We don't get the rest, but we get the end where Jesus says, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. You, you, you've heard this passage preached. You probably heard it romanticized and celebrated. But let me translate for you what God said between the intro and the close of the prayer. Here's what God says to Jesus. No. Jesus asks for another way. Jesus asked for another alternative. Jesus asked for something else, some other way for it to be done. And the father says to the son, no. It's the first time in scripture we hear that the father and son ain't on the same page. It's, it's the first time in scripture we hear God, the father, uh, rejecting the request of the son. But what I like about Jesus is that he trusts his father so much. That, 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 that he even trusted his no. He ends the prayer and says, God, I got it. Not, not my will, but your will be done. And the Bible says that night, the soldiers come and arrest Jesus. They drag him from court to court. He uh, ends up being placed on trial. He, he, he ends up being whipped all night long. The Bible says they make him carry his own cross down the Via Dolorosa. They put nails in his hands and nails in his feet. They put a crown of thorns on his head. String him up on Calvary. And the Bible says he died right there. They buried him in a borrowed tomb that Saturday. Huh? But here's what I love about Jesus. Jesus knows that even if God says no, God ain't finished talking. Because God gives Jesus a no in the garden just so he could give him a yes in the grave. For the Bible says that early that Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hands. And now because he lives, you and I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all of our fears, yes, they are gone. Because I know who holds the future. Life is worth the living just. Because he lives, I know you're in cyberland. But can I ask you a question tonight? Is there anybody in the building tonight? That can testify. I've grown enough in God to thank God for my yeses. But I've grown, grown enough in God to thank God for my no's. That when he takes me high and he takes me low, yet will I bless him. Yet will I honor him. And yet will I worship him. If that's your testimony tonight, do me one favor, lift your quarantine hands and open up your quarantine mouth and tell God, thank you for my nose. Thank you for every way that you directed and led my life. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes.
not even in the know, you've got something stable, better designed and destined for my life. If you're watching here tonight, I don't want you to limit the grace of God and the providence of God to just the moments that you enjoy. I want you to be able to see that the sovereign hand of God is still able to work all things together. Yeses and noes for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. God bless you tonight. My God, my God, my God. My God, my God, my God. I'm sorry, Doc. Before we let you go, go ahead and drink your water. Right now, the Spirit of God has moved through this broadcast, and there are lives that have been changed as a result of your faithfulness, Doc, for you to bring this powerful word to remind us that there's even divine providence in a no. Lord, thank you. Thank you, God, for speaking directly to us this evening. But, Doc, before you leave, we can't let you leave. Every night we make sure that we pour back into the preacher who has poured into us. And I'm going to ask right now if Pastor Marquise Johns, we had Pastor Grosvenor, he was able to go ahead and introduce him. But tonight I need you to pray for this man. Pray for him tonight. And everyone tuning in right now, if you receive the word, if you receive this word tonight, if God has spoken to you and you hear the spirit of God that is literally depositing this message into your ears and you believe that this man was faithful, this is what I'm going to ask you to do. Stop where you are. I dare you to reach your hand toward your computer screen. Reach your hand toward your phone. Reach your hand toward this man of God. And Pastor John is going to pray for us right here, right now. Go ahead. Father, 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 God, thank you. Thank you for this confirmation word. Thank you for this Rima word, God. Thank you for what you have deposited in our spirits virtually, but so tangibly, God, that we felt your spirit. And so we are grateful not only for the message, but also for the messenger. And so we're asking, Lord, that you would give back to him what he has poured out for you on us. God, please continue to bless his ministry there at the Grove. Continue to bless his family. Continue to place a hedge about him as this COVID-19 season seeks to rip apart families. God, we pray a hedge of protection about the man of God. We are so grateful for your no, and we glorify your son, Jesus Christ, who received on our behalf a yes. Thank you for this timely word. Thank you for this in due season word, and thank you for the one whom you deposited it in so that we could be the recipients of another testimony of your grace, of your mercy, and of your divine presence providence. And now God, once again, we ask that what he has poured out, pour back into him, not just 10, not just 20, but 100 fold. And we ask it all in none other but the matchless, the mighty and majestic name of Jesus the Christ. Amen and amen and amen. 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 Thank you again, Doc. Ladies and gentlemen, that thing was good. Let me go ahead. Let me, let me, let me, let me offer an opportunity here. Uh, and I want to bring Dr. Doggett back in here, too, because here's the deal. You all have been so faithful in giving and you bless those who are in financial need. But, you know, I believe there is a blessing that is in store for people who are willing to pour into the man of God. Tonight, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to offer an opportunity for you to pour into the man of God who came and deposited into us. 
If you don't mind, Dr. Doggett, and maybe if you can jump in as well, Pastor Grovner, can you just encourage the people to do this for us and sow into this man? Every other thing, every other seed that has been sown will go toward people who are in financial need. But I feel like taking up a special offering for this specific man. He's not asked for it, but I feel impressed that we should take up an offering on his. Can you all please implore the people? Let me just say this, that, you know, he mentioned earlier that, um, you know, he's part of the Baptist tradition. And those who know our history know that we come from Baptist and Methodist roots, both. Mm -hmm. And so we have a common bond in a lot of ways. We have a lot of things we hold in common. And I'm thankful that he was willing to step into our house and yeah. preach the way God gave it to him. That was power. That was the Holy Ghost. That was study. And yeah. we felt every bit of it. Now, yeah. I believe that you ought to be kind to people who serve you. Yeah. The Bible's clear on this, that those who labor for the temple should be paid of the things of the temple. But just plain old manners dictates that we say thank you to this man in a tangible way, God's servant, who poured out tonight. I don't even bother to argue with people who say, oh, they, they ought to do it for free. That makes no sense. This man spent time studying. This man is prepared. And we want to make sure we leave a positive mark on him, letting him know how much we appreciated it. I'm going to dig deep tonight. I'm going to dig deep. And I'm going to sow into his ministry. And I pray that his ministry is blessed yes. and that those who he ministers to, like he did to us tonight, yes. feel what we felt and yes. are lifted like we were lifted. So I want to ask everybody, please, let's be good guests. And let's really sow into this man's ministry. Let me let me real quick tell you guys how you can do this, because we have a cash app and we have a PayPal. Um, both of these avenues can be utilized in this moment. And what I want you to do is with your seed, if you don't mind, because I see what time it is here. I want you guys to put there sowing into the preacher or put a phase on or put some indication there that the seed that you're going to sow is going to bless this man of God. Let me go ahead and put up these two avenues you do have the cash app opportunity where you have the money sign, the quarantine revival. And then you can also sow via PayPal. And that is by using the quarantine revival at gmail.com. Again, that is the email address, the quarantine revival at gmail. Let me go back to the, the cash app. If you want to use cash app, please screenshot this. It is the money sign the quarantine revival. Again, that is the money sign, the quarantine revival. And then if you have PayPal and you're just saying thank you to this man of God for coming, you're just sowing into his life as he's sown into ours. Then we want to go ahead and use not just cash app, but also use PayPal and give us an indication that this particular seed that you're sowing is for the man of God tonight. And we will make sure that that seed gets into his hands. Pastor Grosner. JD, I, I got my I got I got my cable bill um, uh, a few days ago, and it was about you know one hundred and nineteen hundred and twenty dollars something like that. Mm -hmm. And I looked at my bill. I said, "Man, all that's coming on my TV is yeah. sex, drugs, rock and roll, and yeah. bad news. It's just yeah. a whole bunch of bad news on the news channels right now. Yeah. But I still have to pay my bill. I still have to sow a seed into yeah. the cable company. And yeah. and if and if if I'm willing to sow a seed into the cable company for right. giving me bad news, then yeah. I have to be able to sow a seed into this ministry tonight 
Uh, because if I can sow a seed into news that makes me sad, yeah. uh, I, I sure enough can sow a seed into news that makes me glad. And yeah. on tonight, the gospel of Jesus Christ has been preached. Yeah. And there are so many people that are more glad now than mm -hmm. they were earlier because did not our hearts burn within us? Come on. This mighty man of God spoke with us by yeah. the way. May yes. God bless the ministry of John Faison and the Watson yes. Grove Church in Nashville. And uh, I'm, I'm really excited that that word that he preached tonight reached so many people. Folk were yeah. texting me. I saw folk on Come Facebook on. and whatnot just yeah. letting me know that that word is reaching them where they are. And that's what the gospel will do. Yes. And it was a mystery speaker. Many people didn't know Come who was coming to preach tonight. Come on. Uh, but God works in mysterious ways. His yes. wonders to yes. perform. Yes. And I see you guys. We see you on this end. They're already sowing Pastor Grovner and I appreciate them for doing that. I want to go ahead and pull this back up here for you guys. That is, again, through Cash App, the money sign, the quarantine revival. Put that money sign there and then put the quarantine revival. And then through PayPal, you can also sow through the quarantine revival at gmail.com. And we're going to make sure that this man of God knows that we are appreciative for what he did tonight, for he did bring a powerful word ladies and gentlemen i again appreciate you guys for rolling with us three weeks all of you who've accepted the qr challenge thank you guys for being with us and inviting a friend each and every night 21 nights of revival have gone forth and we were only able to do this because you all were willing to join us in this endeavor don't you dare forget that we do have four weeks four weeks that will begin on may 31st Again, that is Sunday, May 31st. We will have the opportunity to launch into the QR or the Quarantine Revival 2, the Prophecy Edition. Ooh, the Quarantine Revival 2, the Prophecy Edition. Let me remind you of who we have coming. We again that first week, we have Dr. Peeler, Dr. Trusty King. We have Pastor Franklin, Dr. Doggett Jr., Pastor Polite, Pastor Ivor Myers, and we have that mystery speaker. And then the very next week, we have Dr. Manders. We have Pastor Johnson. We have Pastor Moore Johnston. We have Pastor Burden. We have Pastor Davis. We have Dr. Bushner. And then another mystery speaker. Y'all, it ain't stopping there. We then the next week have Pastor Nixon, then Pastor Martin, and then Pastor Grovner, and then Pastor Kelly, and then Pastor Hernandez, and then Dr. Pollard. And then we have our mystery speaker. Speaker, but y'all, we're going to culminate that experience with Pastor McLean Jr., Pastor Bolgen. We have Pastor Johns. We have Pastor Humphreys. We have Dr. Bird. We have Pastor Hudgens. And let me tell y'all something. That last mystery speaker is somebody who you do not want to miss. So we're going to have four weeks of revival. And we're so appreciative that you guys have been rolling with us. Let's spread the word. If you want to be a part of our experience by being a digital disciple, then don't you dare forget to send us your email. Send that email to the quarantine revival at gmail.com. And we want you to also, if you still desire to give to those who are in financial need, make sure you can still sow right at the cash app, the money sign, the quarantine revival, and then the PayPal, the quarantine revival at gmail.com so that we can bless those families who are in need. Let me bring everybody back in one more time because I love y'all, man. I don't want this thing to end tonight, but I'm going to bring y'all back in. And we're just going to celebrate what God has done. Can we just give God a round of applause, y'all, and celebrate how God has blessed? And we definitely don't want to end without saying we love you, Hillary. God bless you. We're going to be praying for you. And guess what? Your journey has just begun. God has greater works in store for you. And we're excited about it. We're excited about it. All right, gentlemen. The time has come. We're about to transition. If you all don't mind, please share this message. 
share this uh, stream. Once we shut this thing down and it concludes, press that share button because somebody who didn't get a chance to tune in live because they were occupied doing something else, they still need to hear this word. So share. Any closing remarks, gentlemen? Wow. <laughs> Amazing. And I'm looking forward to round two. Round two, baby. Round two. I'm going to just say splendid. Splendid. Ah! All right. Well, look, fellas, we're going to go ahead and play our outro now. God bless you. We love y'all. Real, real good. Now.